0: Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This is Walk It Like I Talk It. I am Toro Rodolfia and with me today is a stunning, beautiful young lady. She's an investment banker. Um, she loves planting. She loves multinational She already asked for one. Please welcome with me to... Yeah, please welcome with me, Jason Sinoni. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, so welcome, welcome, to, the welcome hey, to the podcast. thanks for having me. All right, so we're, uh, we're just going to dive right in. Right, and so first, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, who are you? What are you? Who is just to I'm
1: a girl, I don't really like your question, but anyways, I'm just to say, not to just to um, a young lady living in Nigeria, Lagos. Um, I'm an analyst at an investment bank. I uh, studied accounting in university, go university. Um, finished school in twenty twenty one. Finished studying last year, so I'm now, like full <laughs> now. Um, what else? Yeah, I love planting, I love motoring. End game time. I'm the only girl of three children. Yes, yeah. and uh, yeah, nice
0: to Welcome, welcome to the show. So let's start with your education background. So walk us through what. Was true work? Bowen University, like um, you said, you studied accounting. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you finish with? First
1: class.
0: Senior woman, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Um, so yeah, walk us through what that um, experience was like. And um, was accounting your first choice? Was Bowen University your first choice?
1: <laughs> Good question. <laughs> I feel like people are going to come for me with this, but I really wanted to go to like, it was my dream school. Um, but there's this rule in my family, once the first one goes to a certain school, by everybody goes there. So my older brother hated Govenan, and he wanted to study medicine at the time, and going was the best option for his course. Yeah. So I didn't know that. that was where I was yeah, going, was in, and I hated it so much, I cried. <laughs> but when he resumed, so another tradition, when like, someone resumes school, we all go together. So when he resumed uni, we went with him, I don't get it to today, but so we came into the new gate of Bowen and I think, I just saw the chapel I know mean, you can see the chapel from the gates, from yeah. the new gate I just saw the chapel and I fell in love and I, I was just like, okay, I, it's, not, it's, not, it's not that bad to be honest it was the chapel that I saw and I fell in love and so started in 2017 um, I resumed I think in one place so everybody had like acclimatized yeah. and I came in and I was a new girl and it was pretty interesting. <laughs> but um it was okay to be honest. I don't like getting into trouble because I don't like consequences of when into trouble. Yeah,
0: it was, it was very easy to get into trouble. It was very, very easy. easy
1: to get started.
0: So I, I also went to go university, very easy. Yeah. I never got into trouble, but I was never caught.
1: That's it. I don't get I exactly. Yeah, so um that was that was a good girl because I didn't want any issues. I think the most I did was when I made long very long hair. And that was time when it girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's no like problems. But yeah, boeing was good. It was okay. I was very involved in school, very involved in extracurricular stuff. Um yeah, so it was pretty interesting. I didn't even <laughs> have a was in social life like that, So it was good. I met a
0: lot of nice people, I met sure there. So Yeah. Um, I think it was in your four hundred level or three hundred level, you were the president of the Moral Society. Mm-hmm. So what was so before I even get into that, mm-hmm. right? You're one of the few people I know that actually studied something mm-hmm. and are actually doing that thing <laughs> for um, in life. Right. A lot of people, uh, right, my friends study law, finance now. Mm-hmm. You know, we all know, like studied law. Now we coming here, and, and we see so many other people like that. Right? right. So yourself, you did accounting, and you're now an investment banker, and just close nothing within um, between the 22 So was this? Um, so has investment banking, or has? Um, were you? Are you one of those people, or well, you didn't just have any other passion, or you know, money, my passion, money. Was- <laughs>
1: I liked, I've always liked numbers. Okay. Fun fact: I really wanted to study math in uni, but then I found out that I had to be a science student to do that. Okay. And I hated anything science. So I went to commercial class, and then I go accounting. You work with a lot of numbers in accounting, so it was a good bargain. Um, and uh, yeah, coming out of school, I knew I didn't want to work like accounting, full accounting, right yeah. from like my 400 level. I was looking. I was actually looking into research analysis. So, like the investment research kind of things that I applied and everything. And so, investor banking was one of those no go areas for me because it can be very choking, yeah. it, can be very, it can be a lot. And so, I wasn't, but I was applying far and wide, but I wasn't getting any of those offers. I got two offers somehow, somehow, it didn't work out. Yeah. And then let's say October 20th, no, end of September 2021, all the offers are getting like investment banking offers, investment banking offers. And I was turning them all down. And then a good friend of mine then had to sit me down. like This is what's coming, I'm going to do it. So I applied to investment bank, okay. the first one. I got a call for an interview, but I didn't get in. Then the second one, another friend of mine. I didn't even know what company this was. He just sent me a message. You know those messages you on WhatsApp? Yeah. And I was like, my thing. I'm not interested. And he more or less threatened me if send sent me a CV. And so I sent it. And I was even in school. We went to, I think, for Clarence. And then I got a call that I needed to come for an interview. And long story short, that how I landed at APSA. And I really didn't know how big of a deal APSA was until I started telling my family numbers and like, oh oh <laughs> and i saw the reaction but i was yeah. like okay maybe i should actually be serious <laughs> with this thing now so i thankfully landed there and it's, it's been your right all
0: right so for people like me who oh. know next to nothing about finance mm-hmm. right um what is investment banking and as an, as an investment banking analyst what do you do Good question. um fun fact is but well, i think it's part of
1: job. Part of my job that I don't like. Even though I say I'm an investment banker, people always think that I help people make investments. That's do all that that. on my mind. <laughs> yeah. like Okay. I don't do I, that. If I need to
0: invest money here, I should call. Exactly.
1: should I put my money? I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Okay. So investment banking simplified is um, we help companies raise money, and there are different places to raise money from. Either by us giving them the money directly, okay. financing. Or we we'll go to the market. So there's a market for it the debt markets, the MPC's capital markets. And then, yeah, so those two markets that we have in Nigeria. Or if you would like to do like a merger and acquisition, like your access and diamond coming together, yeah. you need a financial advisor for that. So we also play that role as well. Um, yeah, so basically, advisory rules for raising capital. Um, yeah, that's as simple as I can go. We
0: are it Okay, okay. So back to what I was going to ask originally. In your I think three hundred level or four hundred level, you were the president of the Boyan Finance Society. Um. So, what was the impact that um, being that president had on your entire career as as a whole? Mm. Okay. First, thing
1: of mine mind is access. Okay. Right. I got access to a lot of people, like people in the industry, and I got access to good chats that i was getting or seeing opportunities from you know and it, it's like a door opener for you yeah. so when you introduce yourself you're like, oh the yeah, percent of da, 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 people pay more attention or they treat you more seriously so it gave me access and then it also gave me like this edge of when i was introducing myself and i would just you know, drop it like that like, this yeah. and people that you know you can tell when they change change. oh okay and they start taking you more seriously so there was that and um, yeah access to people in the industry access to peers as well people from other universities that are now doing super amazing things all because at the time i was president of bfs and now the impact on my career um i think people management <laughs> first of all because um,
0: that was like my first um Real leadership role, like, yeah. very serious
1: leadership role, and it was not super easy, but it was like a training ground for how to learn to work with people in what in workplaces. You well. know, um, yeah, I think that's that's actually going to mind first
0: now, yeah. So, and, you'd say it has had, um, like an extremely, oh yeah, 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 yeah
1: definitely, on your career. Def- definitely, um. The things people that I know, the things that I do, or things that going in the industry that I probably picked up from then.
0: Yeah. Are, because again, when you're in a
1: position, you're kind of forced to. Um, you're forced to do certain things. You're forced to know certain, certain things. Yes. That's what i was yeah. to. You're forced to know certain things. So if I was just like a random 4 level student, I didn't really care. I had to know those things at the time. So it also helps me to like extract knowledge. Uh,
0: yeah. I'm- uh, and, you know, I, I said something earlier where I said you're one of the few people I know who study something and are doing something related to that. So, um, what were the transferable skills that you learned in school and you put them into your career now?
1: Transferable skills. So to the obviously technical knowledge. Okay. Like I said, certain things that I didn't know about and if I'm in a room full of other presidents and certain conversations i had, I should be able to contribute. So like being commercially aware, knowing what's going on in the economy and the world. Um, transferable skills were probably writing. Okay. Yeah, writing comes to mind because I was involved with all the teams. I used to do like market updates then and everything and market updates, So I do something similar now, but like on a higher level. So definitely that comes to mind. My PowerPoint skills as well, having to put decks together. Yeah. Um, Oh, sorry, at the time, putting like uh, PowerPoint together or maybe opportunities were looking to really get at society at the time, which I'm doing, but now for companies and maybe for pitching ideas to companies. That was also yeah, transferable. Cool. The rest are probably like soft skills like time management, um, multitasking. Um,
0: yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so this episode is titled campus to be cubicle. right? and so what we want to achieve with this particular episode is for you to help us and help um, undergraduates or recent graduates really understand that transition. I, I say it a lot to um, friends who are undergraduates, I say, look, the best time, right, of your life, in my opinion, is your undergrad. <laughs> because the moment you step out, mm-hmm. The moment you step out and reality and you know okay in nigeria we have nyc so you, you might want to, you a, still have a grace a yeah you, you have the of one year to find your beauty. but yeah. after then after then the reality you know and 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 no more allowance no more no <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah so what, I, I want you to help us um let's let's move into that aspect now where where we're really well, from here on out, let's talk about experiencing moving from you know campus to cubicle, essentially that, and then we'll get to the advice part where you advise the audience.
1: Um, so, Marilee, it's been a journey of learning, or learning and relearning. No jokes, learning every day. And so you know how you think, oh, you, I know this stuff. You yeah. Know, you're coming out of school, especially Being that I had had the opportunity to do so many things while at school, I thought I was super exposed. That ah, this stuff is is, I've got it on lockdown. I write really well. My reports, what (laughs) amazing! My skills, top notch. Sorry, Um, sorry to cut
0: you short. (laughs) Something what you just mentioned made me. I remember that when I was in Bowen University, at all, at all, when you mentioned oh, graphic designer or products, I knew you can't have that conversation without calling my name mm-hmm. and then you step out of the board and then you realize that <laughs> oh you are you are you are not a speck of dust
1: <laughs> no literally it's like throwing you into the wild yeah. and then you realize that i'm not going to see that exists, and, and there are people that are far more advanced so it's um and I the school life is not the same thing as corporate life and again because of the nature of the school we went to so it was a private university We really didn't have to care about much. If I'm being very honest, we didn't have to care about much. So from living that to living for yourself by yourself, literally, Um, time management on steroids, um, people management on steroids, life management on steroids, it was was, um, interesting. But thankfully, I I think I had the luxury of, um, or I had the luxury of working with amazing people. And I don't just say this because it's what people say. Because
0: <laughs> watch this podcast. <laughs>
1: maybe, But I promise, like it's even on my Twitter, I check it I anyway, mean, I say it to everyone anyway. I would with really amazing people. And I recognize that it's not the wrong. I recognize it's not the room. And it certainly probably helped me ease into it better. Where, um, so I put myself under a lot of anxiety, or oh, sorry, pressure. I put myself under a lot of pressure to. Getting things right when I started working, and I always beat myself for for not knowing what I thought I should have known, or yeah. not being able to do stuff that I thought I should be able to do. Meanwhile, these people know that you're straight out of out of school. You have like no serious work experience. They're not. The expectations are not like up to the roof. get. So it took almost like six months of constant raining into my head that. We need you to use this period now as an intern to take off all the stuff you thought, like to just get yourself time And you can't do that if you keep thinking, yeah. "I know this stuff. I know this stuff. I know this stuff." So there was that, and there was also balancing that family or like my my friends and everything. I failed both. <laughs> I'm being honest. I failed mostly and I'm, I'm trying to like this year has been me trying to get back on track. On that so I didn't really do a good job in balancing my work life and my normal life. So you're all work. It was all work, and it even helped I doesn't make it is work if you're good for it, even if you're not good for it. Then. Yeah. So um, after an initial months of settling, understanding the business and what they actually do, full force. And um, we were also kind of on um, that staff. A couple of people left. So for a while, it was just me and another person in my team doing all of the work. Oh, where, we like in other banks, you like actual teams set up for this. So we we're doing everything. And it was pretty intense. And I'm going to admit this you know, those people that they do work when they're busy just so people can see, oh, you're busy, you're doing well. yeah. That was also me. So I took pride in saying that I was working the weekend, I was sleeping in it. I took pride in it. And every time people acknowledged this, it always made me feel like, yeah. But this year. <laughs> yeah. You're taking a step back. You no, know, it's, it's actually, it's not it's not you think it is. Yeah. And it took me losing a lot of friendships. It took me losing a lot of stuff to realize that it's not like that I think it is. And at the end of the day, what matters truly, truly, it's not just like the work or the amount of money that you're making from the work. It does matter, but you can't do life in life. Yeah, true. So it's been, it's been, I won't lie, it's not been a very smooth journey.
0: <laughs> very true. I, I remember, I remember my cousin, so then I would work and work and work all day long, I'm on my chair, designing and everything. And then one day my cousin said, okay, you actually need to relax and spend money on yourself. Once in a while. And so that's when we came up with the concept of Friday night outing. So throughout my NYC year, every Friday night. Now, it's not like we're going to clubs or anything. We'll just probably um, go to a food restaurant, mm-hmm. right, and then just sit down, have jello fries, have um, stir fries, forget have whatever, you know, just to ease the stress. And then I think um, starting last year or this year, I started making a conscious effort not to work on the weekends. Yeah. It's, it's, especially when you're young in your career, you kind of yeah, just want yeah. to show that you're the best, at, or you are, you have so much potential in you, and then you-, you I want to see too. Yeah. And, and then, I, so I work with a lot of international firms, or I work with international organizations and, you know, sometimes I've had instances where my boss would be like, why do you work on the weekends? Yes, like literally the acting. So the culture outside Nigeria is—you're not really expected to work on the weekends. To be honest, you're not even expected to work after work hours, you know, and and, unless it's like super super important. But then, and and I've I've had instances where they're like, "Why are you working on weekends?" Like I remember one time, my boss specifically said, "Don't work on weekends. We don't pay you to work on weekends." And I'm like, "Wow!" But in my mind, I'm like. Well you notice that I'm working on weekend. So somehow yeah. so you know that I put in more than ten percent. You know. So that um where did you where did you do your Where did you work for MSG? Oh, know, So the, that means you you got into APSA quite um straight out of uni. Straight, like literally my yeah, straight
1: out, Straight off. the um, was in November. I got they told me that I got in by December. Yeah. So I like, straight in, straight in, and that was actually my plan. I got this very super and I probably say, just say it's now, when I was in school. Start applying before you leave. So I'd already yeah. started like an application screen. Just so it's easier to be retained when you're working as opposed to just flexing during your NYS day. You start seeing you're looking for a serious job after. So that was actually the plan, and thankfully it worked out.
0: Oh, that's good. And then people who. What would you say to people who are just about to graduate that there's that tension because everybody has that tension that phase where you realize that okay I am about to leave school now and it is time to actually do something in my life so what, what, what would you say what would you say people what would you tell people to do in that, in that regard? I mean you already mentioned apply seriously before yeah beforehand but what else?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, so two things. Um, because of the kind of friendships that I made when I was in like hundred twenty level, a very friend of mine, Christina, she's, she was friends with a lot of people that way, like the levels up ahead of us.
0: Yeah.
1: So that was why I was like privileged to be able to get all this information. But side note, no matter how much people me that talking now, it will still not prepare you for how this thing is. you yeah. But just saying, it's it's just nice to know you're not going in blind. But anyways um that would be my first advice speak to people or start making connections and friendships with people that are either levels ahead of you or already out there because one thing they give you the knowledge they arm you with the knowledge of what to expect even though it's not really what it is but like they give you an idea of what to expect and second of all you have people that are already watching out for you like these are people that are sending me applications every day telling me this is the person you should talk to this is what you should be doing so they, they, they also like look out for you and watch out for you. So you should also do that. Um, and it would be nice, so not just, don't also restrict it to like your course or your journey. Have it across the board. You can never tell where the opportunity or where the good thing will come up from. And this one most importantly is, um, if you are a person of faith, pray. <laughs> pray. And I'm not even joking. Um, so before leaving school, right, I, I I'm a Christian, and of course mm-hmm. I was praying God what's going to happen, to that, and I was kind of spiritually prepared. He gave me an idea of what to expect because even the employment journey so it wasn't straightforward. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't straightforward. It was a lot. It was a lot. I was in limbo for almost six months, right, from when I leaving school to actually resuming our It was a tough journey. So much so that my family members were actually concerned that there was like some spiritual problems. <laughs> I'm not joking. So he kind of gave me an idea of what was coming, that it wasn't going to be a smooth ride, right? But I should hang in there. And so I came back from camp in December, January to March, I wasn't doing anything. For some weird reason, some things were going on. I would not be able to go into details. But I wasn't working, I wasn't doing anything. When I tell you that was the best time of my life, (laughs) I'm not even joking. I had a swell time, I was off social media in January, I felt like I was working on it. air, it came back in February. And then to be honest, I think it was in March, early March that in accident gets to me. Okay, what's going on? And then, because that was when people not said for me, what's going on what's going on? Da-da. And there's also this expectation in court of oh, you're like a no brainer kind of thing. Like why you going through yeah. so many struggles? So it makes in my head, like, what's well, actually going on? And it didn't get to me I, at some point in March, a lot of emotional breakdown. But thanks to the end of March, I finally resumed. No, it wasn't April. It wasn't April. Was April that I resumed. So, yeah, pray. If you're a person of faith, pray. And um, I would also say, just be honest. I was trying to finish a lot of things. Just be honest, like. I like
0: that you mentioned for this because See. I, recently, I, 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 was, I was discussing with my friend, and I just made a joke. I said, "If, if I by CV, God the look at that heaven, <laughs> A lot of us are in trouble because of—I'll of, call them lies. I'll call them the way we have told our truths on our CVs. <laughs> the packaging, the packaging evolved, you know. But yeah, um, I want—I want to ask. How do you continue to um, one learn and grow, you know, professionally? Do you, are there certificates you're taking, or do you have a mentor? What what are you doing in in that regard to ensure your continuous growth? Um,
1: okay, so a big um, a big thing for me was I wanted to be more commercially aware. So what I mean commercially aware was to market, so that you know. Because it's also a good part of your job. You should be able to you know stuff, what's going on. Because one way or the other, affects kind of things you're working on. So um, I set out to uh, watch the news more, which was an epic feel, But I don't like watching the news. But then I realised that I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah. I listen to a lot of podcasts. And now you're on one. And now <laughs> wow, catching <that> up. <laughs> so I started listening to like, um, I found this uh, like the news. Body okay. podcasts and it's great. And yeah, like there are different types. The ones like five minutes, one like 30 minutes, the ones that are topic specific, the ones, the ones that are like generalist. Yeah. So that's that been like a huge input for me. And because like, I like listening to stuff, it also helps, right? Um, Taking up online courses as well, taking up with you. I don't think I finished any of But I started. Um, no qualification exams for now for certain reasons well primarily because I was torn right and it's another thing when you leave school a lot of people have a lot of opinions on what they think you should be doing and if you're not careful those voices will blow out every voice that or the voice that should matter which is yours and God's really so I really struggled in coming to a decision for like one year I was 22 so it was between CFA and ICANN or ACCA for me um, and then there was also the of who that I thought I should be doing a master's already, yeah. So it took me a while to come to a landing, and now I've made it to show. So by next week, oh, sorry, by next year, I should have gone or progressed um, in that journey. Um, do, you, do you want to tell us what that journey
0: Well, you want to see, you don't have you, you're not thinking of master's anytime soon, okay. okay. Now that, that, that's very good, any reason why, or no. you just feel like CFA is way too good. School? I
1: mean, never say never, those things do just. Fall out of guys and times. Um, anytime soon is like the next one to two years, to okay. be honest. But I feel like I'm, just, I'm not just ready. I don't think I'm necessarily ready yeah. to go back to
0: school. And it's a lot. <laughs> sure, it's a lot, it's
1: a lot. I just finished my master's. That yeah. was kind of a, good, a lot. Thank you. And there's, I, honestly, I still don't have a lot of clarity on where I'm going to career wise. And I just don't want to do a general master's, I'm doing master's just for doing master's thing. Yeah. I want to actually be meaningful. And I'm not there yet, a hundred percent. So I don't think that I should push into it. And I also also like like the work opportunity for now, because I'm still at that level where it's not like a requirement. Yeah. It is. Like a top requirement. So it's fine for now.
0: But yeah. if well, if you were to do a master's, what would you like to do a master's.
1: Generally, finance-related, right? You're so, where? Should, I mean, oh, where? Country, yeah. Uh, I like to be exotic. I do say something like Paris or something. <laughs> but, hey, um, I don't do so languages. But the UK has been a of interest. Okay. Because with all that, going on there. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. And I can't I actually why there's, like, there's like, a community there already, family-wise, friends-wise. So I have a lot of people there. So, I'm more inclined to the UK than to Canada or the US. I don't know languages, so I wouldn't
0: do so it. Yeah, I mean, why I personally wouldn't pick Canada or the US, or why I pick the UK primarily is time zone. Right.
1: Uh, I mean, I, oh, I do not have friends, and-
0: I, I do have friends there, but it's not easy managing certain relationships in. <laughs> when when, when there, there's a large um, gap. You see, in that's the how to- you know the singlet's so <laughs> ways. You don't a lot No, because it's not a parent. It's not- it's not so, I, I love it for you. <laughs> so something they tell recent graduates right, is network. I've heard that the Network. Network. I I mean it works. It works, right? But personally I haven't <laughs> gone to a networking event. You know how to do for networking events. I have I've gone to a few networking events and I have numbers. Mm-hmm. Numbers that now I scroll through my phone and I'm like, <laughs> who is this? How, is it, right? how, how did I get this phone number? <laughs> right. Um but have you been to a network events and have, have, can you say, oh, from this event, this is the person I grabbed from this event, and since then we've actually um, we've been talking, person become like a mentor to me, or or like very good friend kind of thing. Do you have anyone like that?
1: <laughs> I'm just realizing how bad it is for me to say It's actually no, and also because like no simple answer long answer i haven't really put myself out there okay i haven't really put myself out there being that i actually don't think i have gone to five networking events yeah. like that to meet people um i've been to a couple of events for work and i think i've met people there but to say that oh i've been able to nurture a relationship from there no not yet um but i've been introduced to people yeah Right. And also at church, there's this thing we do at church called interest groups. Okay. And so there are people that work in the same sector as you. And I've met quite a couple of amazing people from there. And again, I, I, I'm emphasising the importance too. Okay, it's, it's nice to network within your industry. Yeah. But I also really don't think you should limit yourself to just your industry. So a lot of people that I'm very close now that I've met, they're like people in tech, yeah. people in like. Science, STEM, you know, so um yeah. Oh, you now that I think about it, I did a Vim programme um last year, a Venture and Minor program by J Nigeria. Okay. And I met a couple of people there So that
0: should not be. Yeah, it, it does. Oh
1: yes, yes, I have. <laughs> I have, yes. And I met super amazing, oh my god, super amazing
0: people.
1: Yeah, very, very cool people. So yeah.
0: That's, that's good. good. That's good. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's something that we cannot um, stop learning how to do. Yeah. I mean, there are people who know how to build their own homes, yeah. right? And then there are people who need other people to build their homes for them. And I mean, you know, personally, I'm, I think I'm in
1: I think you're tilting t- point to blow in your own heart. <laughs> but you do it in a very subtle manner, so it's not very
0: bad. But something you said you said you feel woefully at, which was balancing your personal life and your work life. What what how have you, you definitely improved um, from what the conversation so far, you've definitely improved. Yeah. What changed?
1: Um being honest with myself, I think that was the first point where I was like, okay, why are you doing this? Marriage. Yes. Realising what is what I do. And then also feedback. My family, my parents were really happy
0: that I wasn't as accessible as I should have. I lost friendships. Ah, Jesus, sorry Let me this, this is it? Ah. Jesus! Alright, know they said Jesus, is like Jesus. <laughs> you guys can be vibing, and then she just disappears, mm. and you hear from her for like two years.
1: Two years <laughs> is strange. Two years is strange. But yeah, I'm 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 honestly not proud of it. Yeah. I really won't lie, like I'm not proud of it, and I'm really trying to be better at this. So obviously, feedback from people and losing all the people in your life. Clearly, you know that there's something wrong. Yeah. Right? And then I met um a director at work who so I was asking questions about his career and whatnot, and he ended the whole gist with just specifying how important it is to not just the way you put in your life, just because it's Because it's very easy to get focused on one thing, and every other thing that should matter blurs out of the vision. And that's what I was doing. So, um, anytime, like, of course, I've had pockets this year where I mentally check out friends, and, and I'm like, okay, I don't want to exist but Just, I'm just in His voice literally keeps ringing in my head. It happened like two months ago, and I was already, like, spacing out for family specifically. So I'm going to say if I cause this year, I really worked on bettering my relationship with my family. Yeah. And not just like nuclear family, extended family, my cousin my family. So um I just really remember his voice and I'm like, and but like, oh yeah, he said so you don't want a situation where the work is taken away and you find out that there's no one around you. True. like if there's a situation with work or there's a situation where something happens, it's still those people you're going around to. I don't want a situation where you have no one to run to. Or You're coming back, and because of the shame of knowing what you have done, yeah. you're not able to lean on who you should be able to do any day. So, um,
0: yeah, okay. Now, um, I want you to look back in uh, a school, right? Uh, what is one experience that you can say this particular experience shaped how my life?
1: This person that comes to mind was using my departmental elections. <laughs> Honestly, because I feel like that was such a very It was a very important thing for me. And so I ran to, I ran to Postal Vice President when I was in 200, we went to okay. And I ran against someone who was like very friendly. We were very friends, And uh, it was very interesting. I had never, I hadn't really been exposed to like school politics.
0: Yeah.
1: Up until that moment, and it was a massive learning
0: curve. And you don't know how, um, how I won't say crazy for lack of a better um word, crazy it is. The, you think it it's just there, like where well, everybody's not nobody's serious about it. See? But once you start running, you realize that man, oh, there's actual proper beef, and uh, no, I it can so be it can be a lot.
1: I was so naive and I didn't realise how deep it was. Because my whole oh, am just yeah, I'm printing, yeah just... stuff. It wasn't like that for, <laughs> for others. And it was a massive learning opportunity for me. Um I think it was from then that yeah, I used I used to be I used to deny my feelings or my emotions then. Yeah. I remember when I lost um very of the night, she found out that I lost before I did. And so you have to be there while they are counting and you won't be in the room, but you have to be around. Yeah. So she was in the room and then she spoke to a friend of mine who was saying I don't know how they did it, she told me to leave immediately. And I was just like, So obviously I knew that. You didn't win. Yeah. <laughs> I obviously I didn't with. And I remember that day, I was just in her room, normal. It, to me, I was normal, I was okay. And then she came back and she was like, Are you okay? Like basically she just really reinforced that. It's fine to not always be okay. Like it's fine yeah. to show that you are disappointed by this. Right. Because again, I didn't realize how much I actually did want this. Right. And I didn't realize. I think it also started drawing on me how. Okay, it was one thing that I wanted it but Maybe my actions towards were different. And also certain things that happened to like leading up to that event to that obstacle was wasn't, trigger. Yeah. Why? Why did I have to do this? But if you ask me, I wouldn't take it like if you had to go back in time and do it, yeah. i wouldn't have I, I, would, I wouldn't do it because i learned a lot number one number two so i thought he prepared me for my position as president of bfs yeah right i i honestly feel like it did um yeah
0: and it wasn't all that bad to be honest it wasn't all that bad yeah. and i can really relate to that because i also ran for president of my department in my final year oh, and i also lost wow. as well Yes, I, I, also wow. was, I and it was very funny, and like I say, why I say this uh, is because, first of all, um, I think the morning of the election, I woke up that morning, and I was like, um, so I, 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 I won't portray the point on why I said, you don't know how serious these elections yeah. are, so you actually doing, yeah. and then I, I had, I think, a very mad campaign, and uh, if I do say so myself, and it, it, that morning, <laughs> that morning, I, I just... I messaged my friend and I was like, I want to pull out of the election. He said, why? I said, I just have this feeling that like I'm going to lose. And I'd rather not, I'd rather pull out than lose. And I and was like, okay, look at all you've done for your campaign and stuff like that. Um, just see through. And then I couldn't find out that person I ran against, because then we were all on holiday. Yeah. And I got, to, I think 400 percent students, yeah were on holidays Because it was during after post COVID and something like that. So, 20 level students were on holiday. and I just found out that the person I was running against went to school to meet 100, 200, and 300 level students who were in school at the time. And when I found that out, I'm like,
1: "You guys, this is the same."
0: I'm like, "Are you sure it's the same position that I'm running for like this?" And like you said, I don't think if given the chance to become the president, if I was to go back in time, right? I don't think I would. I think not being in that position allowed me um, some flexibility because I could allot my time to so many other things, not like I did it lot, to be honest, but... but You
1: did a lot, (laughs) (laughs) though!
0: But I I mean, I feel like it really allowed me to express myself more outside that um, vicinity. And if I still wanted to, I could have... Although I me, mean, I still, I still shut out the department in some way where I wasn't things I, you know, during the campaign we were asked that oh, if you lose, would would you still help out and things like that? As I lost like this, all my plans <laughs> straight up, <laughs> straight off. implement what you want to implement by yourself. That's 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 it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have role models or like uh, a mentor one and then role models? I and mean, if you do, who are they?
1: Yeah, yeah, I do. Um role models those are work that you
0: don't have direct access to. Yeah, yeah, the people you don't have
1: direct access to. Yeah. Yeah, go on, go on. Uh-huh. Cool. Okay. Yeah, there are a couple of, of people so I'll start with mentors, right? Okay. Um I currently work with um, like I said, amazing people. And there are two people You can't say this amazing no, people. No, because you need to know how deep it, is. it is. they're really good people and i feel like toxic work environment gets a lot of PR and it's a work in a good place you should, talk you should to, also, you should also talk about it too but there are like two women in the whole organization that are more or less taking me as their own literally and i would right now say that they're my mentors and i was thinking if you're about it when i started because you know there's, what, there's this whole conversation about whether you should have a close relationship with people that you work with yeah. you life once you get to my community. family yeah a <laughs> family but um man i they've they really taken me as their own and it's not just like work related now like even personally and thankfully in areas where i've had difficulty blurring because there's also boundaries right yeah in areas where i've had difficulty in like maintaining those boundaries they are mature enough and wise enough to Enforce those boundaries and call me out even when I'm acting badly or when I'm behaving badly. So I guess that's why it, it, the relationship works because they are able to do that. I'm also learning to, to do that now. So there's that role models. Uh, my aunt, my aunt is a fantastic person, and I've always said this. Um, and I say role model because, I mean fact, we have that one of one relationship, yeah, but I still see her as a role model. Where about, yeah. yeah, I still do and. Not just in what she's doing, but just the character of it, how fearless she is. Like, gosh, she's super fearless. So, man, this is her role model. Um, I'm, trying, I'm trying to think in the industry now. Um, there's this babe, Lamy this Elizabeth. Okay. Very amazing babe. If you're in finance and you're in lady, you should find her on YouTube and watch, binge watch her content. She's amazing. And she's not even like old or anything, which is nice. Yeah more interesting so I definitely look up with, I look up to her uh, there's also this babe because I, I made it a thing this year to look for a baby in investment banking that I'll be able to look up to and I found someone this year her name, well her brand is Your Finance Guru and she's super amazing, we've chatted a few times on Instagram and already in my head I'm like okay I'm starting start building this relationship now that there's like a common ground she's also like into podcasts she shared a couple of investment banking podcasts I can listen to and those kind of things. So, it's not like we have a personal relationship, but I definitely do look up to her um, in that sense. I've usual, um, usual people that we yeah, know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah this is amazing.
0: Okay, and um, so when, when you see yourself in the next five to 10 years in, in the industry?
1: That's a very good question. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. I, I know I don't want to like they're always be like, I ah, gotta go. You go, you go. <laughs> when they ask you what's the I really don't know. And I'm allowing myself to really explore as much as I can. I'm allowing myself or I'm putting it in here not to limit myself. So if tomorrow I wake up and I want to look into finance engineering, I'll do it. If I want to look into PE VC, I'll do it. But right now, personal I, guess I still have my interest. I really did really think I'll enjoy it as much as I am. But I'm, I'm actually enjoying it. It's, it's been interesting. Again, the environment makes it lovely to work in. So even when there's work pressure, there's all of that it works. So I really don't know to answer your question. I don't know. But I hope I'll be kicking ass. Sharp. I hope I do well. we be kicking ass. In.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right. Um. So now we've come to like the we've ended up part of the podcast. So now, <laughs> now we're just going to talk some very Normal questions. So, okay. um, you love plantain? Yes. You love maltena, Yes. You were to choose, you were to give up on which one to give up? No. no I'll give up my life. <laughs> 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 okay. So, you me- you mentioned um, uh, you, you're you now building relationships, right? Let so, me- so, yes. Yes. Yeah, so, um, are you, are you building any special relationship? Special, so
1: special is something.
0: <laughs> any male, subs, any special male relationship?
1: Well, I'm going to my past, man <laughs> <laughs> many of them.
0: So what? When when in your future, in the next five to ten years, where a marriage come coming? My well,
1: marriage is definitely in the picture. Anybody that knows me would know that. I've uh, been so glad kind
0: of that girl. So mine is definitely this. I look forward to that. Okay, uh, that's good. Um, so now we're just gonna ask some would you rather questions. Sure. Okay. So, um, would you rather have a high paying job that you dislike, or a low paying job that you love?
1: High paying job. I'm being <honest> right now. <laughs> not smiling. Let me tell you. Just yeah. like. <sighs> so. Not to sound insensitive, but I feel like there are also ways you can job don't like you can't really cope with not being able to pay abuse <laughs> like
0: that true so. i, I don't know how bad it was i mean when you hear it yeah. right that oh the economy is <laughs> bad you know i posted it on my WhatsApp like, I, I gave my cousin a thousand mirror, and i was like oh please help me buy malt and milk right and then use the change to buy as many malts as <laughs> And then he came back with just one month and one year. Yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah, what's going on? What's going on? Where's the rest of it? And he said, that's what one person can get you now. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. So yes, I think it's valid that you pick um high-paying job over. Well, I mean, eventually, you learn to load
1: <laughs> Yeah, and even if you don't, like I said, I feel like there are ways you can, have, or structures you can put in place to And Except you're coming from a trust fund, I don't really need the money like that. By all means, please. Um. So,
0: would you rather be the boss with full responsibility Mm -hmm. or an employee with no management responsibility?
1: So, I would rather be... What was the second option?
0: Um, An employee with no management responsibility.
1: An employee with no management responsibility. Because it's not expected from me. So, that pressure Is is off. So, it now becomes something that I choose
0: Cause like, I will do that end of the day, but I just don't want that thing in my head. Like, oh, 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 oh. It's a lot of pressure. Would you rather work 9 or um 9-5. flexible job? 9 Why? I, I, I think a lot of people need 9 I 9 to You do? Yeah. Uh, I love.
1: You. Maybe because I work
0: in tech, but I need 9 Yeah. Because I I, I did a bit of 9 to 5 during my internship. Mm-hmm. So I started intern and I, I had interned for a month doing 9 to 5, and then COVID happened. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that was kind of like the first time I was put into the industry or so into, into work, working and so since then, all I've known is hybrid work or, or majorly remote work and so I, I want to have beef with 95. I like security. The security that comes with 95? Yeah. I like the security. The yeah. I um, like the security. I, to be honest, I don't
1: know what the exact thing is but I've just always been in 95. Like I just always said it that for okay. sure, my people are going to entrepreneurship or stuff. I would rather be like a passive investor in the business, and I yeah. just don't want to be involved in what you're doing. It's just never ticking my
0: fancy. So yeah. So would you rather switch careers in the next five years, or remain in investment banking for the next twenty years?
1: Ah, twenty years or switch positions in five years? So
0: yeah. Or switch um, industry or careers entirely? I'd
1: rather switch careers through industries just to explore Yeah, I'd rather explore than stop. Not stop, but like,
0: yeah, stop. <laughs> so, would you rather um, have a job that requires constant learning and adaptation or a stable job with minimal changes? No, definitely
1: not that. A job that would lead to, yeah.
0: That's the only way we would get better. By learning. Yeah, exactly. All right, would you rather work in a field you're passionate about but with limited financial prospects or in a field you're passionate about but with high income potential? I think it's quite similar to the it's one. similar. Yeah, so you definitely pick the money over anything else. No, but now you yeah. oh, yes, to
1: be honest. Exactly, it's like one of those things that clearly are against my beliefs or whatnot. Yeah, then obviously not, but if it it's fine, it's legal.
0: Oh, okay. Just at the stage of my life, that's what is more priority for me. Yeah, so something you mentioned earlier, which prompts in this question, based on all your experiences, uh, would you rather get recognition at work, but have a shitty life, um, work-life balance, or have a great work-life balance, but not get the recognition you at work?
1: It's possible. And that's what I'm learning. Yeah. It's possible to have that balance, I still get the recognition, recognition that you're looking for. It's just that we have an idea of what that, or how to get to the recognition that is fully toxicity, or you going to or whatnot. But it's possible, and that's what me, I want to do. I don't want to have to choose between you, so I want to be able to still get your recognition for my work and have that. That's what I'm working towards,
0: yes. All right, all right. I like how it's that. <laughs> So you said you're very good with numbers. So I'm going to try Wait. something. <laughs> I'm going to try something. I'm going to try something. I said
1: I like numbers.
0: <laughs> so we're going to ask you a couple of questions, and you're going to answer them. Mm. Uh, a little addition, a little multiplication, subtraction, division, mm. you know, 2 plus 2, oh. 2 times 2, oh. 2 minus 2, yeah. 2 minus 2. One. Zero divided by one. Zero. One times three. Three. Three times five. Fifteen.
1: Fifteen divided by three. Five. Okay. Fourteen-nine times fourteen-nine. Excuse I'm not doing
0: that in my hands. Alright, so lastly, lastly, you know sometimes I shrimp service, mm-hmm. right?
1: Hey. <laughs> yeah.
0: There's always this particular person that I see, you know, with the choir, right? And that person happens to be a guest on today's episode. Wow, really?
1: We haven't had I know, right? Oh, wow.
0: And so even, to... the last thing you're going to do for us here now is... <laughs> no, please, please, for our audience, for our audience, any song of your choice, any song of your choice, just lead us. Yeah, same,
1: same for us please. Yes. compatriots,
0: Nigeria's colony, to serve us.
1: what's this? <laughs> <laughs> I
0: didn't this thing, no.
1: No, you
0: not I, I would never embarrass myself to
1: sing on, 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 on air. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Book me, book me.
0: <laughs> Anyways, um, Tosin, thank you so much for coming. Just today. To Jesus Tosin. Why are you particular about Jesus Tosin? Why are you particular about that? Just Tosin. the name. And it's unique, let
1: me just be honest. It's always a, a conversation starter when I introduce myself and I go, Jason Tosin, I've never heard that before. This make my head so. I like it. So, yeah.
0: what, what, what does it mean?
1: Jesus was ready to be praised.
0: Oh, yeah, because he is. Mm-hmm. Well, so Jason Tosin, thank you for coming today. We really appreciate it. Again, we apologize for keeping you outside <laughs> for a while. Thanks for
1: having me, so
0: Right, and, and yeah, thank you for all the insights. And that's a wrap.
1: Episode 3, Call to Action, Take 1. Hi. Thank you for watching the episode. If you loved it, even if you didn't, like, share, subscribe. Spread the good news. Help our ministry. Thank you. See you next time. Watch previous episodes. See ya. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it
0: like I talk it. Hey. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it walk it like I talk it. Woo.